Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. Happy New Year's Eve, my loves. <laughs> Just woke up thinking about taking inventory. <laughs> taking inventory of my life going into 2022. And, and just, man, just not, I'm just, God, I'm not really sure what to do. I mean, I'm just being real here. And I'm facing what is, like, never face what is, you know, according to Abraham Hicks. <laughs> I don't know, it feels like every single year I I do this thing and it's like, this is going to be the year, this is going to be the year, this is going to be the year. You know, I... I often wonder, like, how people do it. How do they do it? Like, when they are trying to achieve a goal. And I'm not talking about small goals. I'm not talking about playing it small. I'm talking big goals. Like, if I want, if I'm going to say, I will, I will, have in my proximity a minimum of a million dollars every year. Every year, a million dollars. You know, these are bigger goals than just, you know, I will have a job that's going to pay my bills. So I take a recount, you know, and I'm, I'm, it's all over, you know, social media, you know, this is the time of year, cut people out of your life that, you know, don't do things that don't support your goals, you know, which has really been helping me. Um, because I do have another goal, a kind of smaller goal and a time limit on it. And so actually thinking that way is helping me with a smaller goal, but I mean, I, I, it's like, I don't, I really don't want to do this anymore, which is this, which is I just don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how detailed I should be, but just, um, I don't want to, and I don't think I should have to. And so if I don't want to, and I don't believe I should have to, I got to, I got to figure this out. How do I get where I want to be? So I think about the last year and the things that I've done toward my goals. One of my goals I actually achieved. Um, I achieved one of my goals this year. One of my goals came into my physicality and um and then i'm I'm continuing on how do i how do I 
how do I duplicate that every year for the rest of my life, say? How do I? Um, I, mean, I have all these ideas about it, but, but the actuality is that it came to me in a way that I wasn't exactly expecting, for sure. And so, okay, I say, say to the universe, okay, do this again. Okay, do this again. Um, you know, there are some schools of thought that would say that you have to, you have to have an idea and a reason for why, except I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, you know, even for a sum of money to come into your physicality, there's some people who believe that, that, um, you have to present to God a reason why you have to you have to send a mission statement. <laughs> what do they call that? A plan, like a a business plan. You must submit a business plan and a and a mission statement, or you know God is not gonna you know budge. <laughs> gonna like he's gonna like check you twice, make sure you got all your eyes dotted and your T's crossed, right? <laughs> so funny us like bargaining with God oh if you do this with me I'll be good right Mm. so there's some schools of thought going back to this who believe that even when we are requesting something of the universe we must submit a reason why (laughs) I'm I'm still laughing oh god um, anyway, um, <laughs> one of the thoughts that I, that I was thinking in the brief time that I've been awake today is that, um, this is just a, a, just a really, really, really small part, just like literally a blink and an eternity And so, like this sense of grief about a wish not fulfilled or somebody passing out of our lives or a dream that's not fulfilled in this, I really believe that this is, this is, is quite an illusion in a sense that this isn't it completely and that maybe in the next realm, the next life, the next that that may happen if not in this, then that I don't know if that makes any sense, but I don't don't believe that we just get these seconds and then it's just gone. I'm I'm never going to see this person again as in my mother or all the people in my life who have passed. And I am wondering about even with, with dreams, things that we would like to experience. I mean, that's what they are, right? 
what our dreams are is something that we would like to experience that is not in our physical reality. So we set so we set our, our hearts and our actions upon moving in the direction of that dream, of that experience that we would like to experience. <clears throat> so I I it seems pretty clear that I'm I felt like I've been trying to do this move for a while now, but especially in the last few months to a place that I think I want to live, but it kind of seems like I'm not supposed to be there because I have not been offered a position. I've thought about actually moving there and then trying to find a position, but people think that I'm, and I, it's like, I kind of know better than to share stuff with people because everybody has their ideas, friends. They all have their ideas. They think what they think they know what is best for you. But I have thought about moving to this place without a job and focusing on this project. But even this project that I'm that is going on in my head feels a little bit It's actually, it would actually be very, 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 very sad. <laughs> In a way, it would, it would turn from something that I, that was, was amazing to actually a very, very sad story. Especially if it did not come to fruition um that would be so incredibly sad so do i do i write it anyway do i write about about the beauty of walking in walking in the direction of an experience of a dream that never comes true that never actually comes to my reality and what does that say for these theories that that this is actually the way that reality works What does that say for that? I'm just I'm just toying with this. Just having a moment. Um so my last my last um uh podcast had to do with this dream of this person and my experiencing this person and I woke up this morning just going through my my you know that this person has not come into my reality my actual reality they haven't 
And what does that mean? What does it mean that I have not gotten any, any positions in a place that I feel like would be moving in that direction at least than from where I am? And and facing facing the truth that maybe everybody in my life is correct and this is never going to happen. You know, I, I, I talked about it from the perspective of, you know, this character in Cold Mountain. What if he what if he is dead? What if he died in the war? <laughs> this person's not this person hasn't died in the war, but maybe my dream has. Maybe this is never gonna happen. You know? Is as 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 um you know, or maybe, you know, like my friend who passed away. She was she was um attempting to put these principles to be healed and she didn't get healed. She bought she died. At least her body. You know, and then we can say, you know, people can say all their little things about that. You know, that that she, you know, she didn't do it right or she didn't do it enough or she wasn't dedicated enough to it or she wasn't thinking correctly or she was too focused on Reiki, you know. Um, whatever people want to say about about my friend, she's not in the living and she had the desire to stay in the living you know and then people like to say well God knows the number of our days and I have theories about that too that I don't know if they're true maybe God does know the number of our days maybe God does know the number of our days but we also have a choice about it maybe I don't know. Because I talk about this idea of chaos theory or even the quantum. The quantum in science is, is there are two seemingly incongruent things that can be true. So it's seemingly incongruent that God can know the number of our days and that we can have a choice over it. Those seem incongruent, right? So I wake up and I and I'm I'm still, you know, thinking about this dream of him and and I'm, you know, I'm going through this, okay, is he aware of me? Okay, yes or no. So either he is aware of me or he's not aware of me. Now there are degrees of being aware of me. Like he may he may be sort of aware of me but not know the depth of 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 i guess my involvement with him i mean that's possible but i think it, for me it's highly unlikely highly unlikely that that's the case so basically you know i wake up thinking that there he is making an active choice to remain in the shadows of my life. 
like that that's where I'm at with it that for some reason I don't know what it is this person knows about me and is choosing to not is choosing to not contact me okay so what do I do with that I'm not sure what to do with that. I mean, I there there are some things that are just the case. It is just the case that he is significant to me. And 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 I just I I just be with that because I I there's nothing I can do to change that. There really isn't. So he's just going to be significant to me. But what do I do with my life? What do I do with my life? And so I woke up this morning and I'm like, I think that I, I'm going to have, it's going to have to be, eventually it will have to be the end of the road for me with this person. And and me broadening my horizons because I actually don't want to be alone the rest of my life. I don't. I don't really want to be alone even another year. I don't. And I, I'm sitting here and I and I ask the question because I spend an exorbitant amount of time doing in my position. I have a job that there are aspects about it that I really love. <clears throat> but there are aspects about it that I don't love. <laughs> that I really um yesterday something happened. And it was something that happens quite often with this position. And I suppose that if I were, and I can't say that I'm unhappy in my life, but am I am I in a, in a honeymoon phase all the time and just deeply in love with my life, like consistently every moment of every day? And the answer is no. No. I have to make some changes. I have to. I have to make some changes. And then when I talk to my to people in my life and I know better than to talk to them really about anything because if I share about this guy they they think I'm nuts. If I share that, well, maybe I will quit my job and I will move without a job. They think I'm nuts. If I, like, whatever I say, they think I'm absolutely nuts. Like, you're crazy. Why would you do that? Why would I, why would I take a chance on being happy? Why would I? Why would I take a chance on being happy? I mean, I am happy, but like being happy. If I know that where I am is not, is not quite right, 
Why would I not take a chance? And then I think about like other people. I think about about like actors who have you know been at their craft for years and years and all of the auditions or whatever they have to do to to be incredible in their field anybody who is attempting to be you know a doctor trying to get into medical school school trying to get a certain you know internship you know becoming you know whatever it is that we want to do you know if you're a really good artist and wanting to you know be have an opening of your art or you know in my case maybe a writer you know why is my book just sitting on a shelf why don't i get um win any contest that i ever put my my work in ever you know, and when and when you're when you're attempting this, you're sitting there and you're looking at, it, you're going, well, you know, <laughs> there's just all kinds of things that go through your mind. Like, you know, sometimes I mean, like, it's like it's kind of like the devil is at play, but it's like, you know, well, you're irrelevant. You're irrelevant. Nobody cares what you have to say. That's why nothing's happening. That's why your book is on a shelf because it's, who cares? You know, and I'm sure that like actors, maybe they, you know, maybe I just suck as an actor. Like maybe I should just throw in the towel on this thing and do something else. So when do we know? You know, my daughter asked me this recently. When do I know, Mom, that I should just quit? And I and I really believe that we decide. We decide when we're going to quit. I can't even, I really can't even imagine somebody else, somebody else for me. I really can't. But then I also can't imagine that there wouldn't be somebody else for me. I can't. I can't imagine that there would not be somebody else for me. So I can't imagine there being someone else for me. But then I can't imagine there not being either. Because frankly, it's like I just, I just don't, I don't really want to be alone. It's not that I'm not okay alone. It's not like I'm desperate for someone. It's not any of that. It's just I enjoy, I enjoy somebody's presence. I just do. 
There was this whole stream of thought that just came to me that I lost on this subject. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. So I, I'm, I don't know if I've, how much I've alluded to this recently, but I've been having some issues and having to go down memory lane. And I, and in the process of all of it, I have, you know, I'm talking to a professional again, which I do periodically because I don't really want to bother the people in my life about something. And I don't really want to spend a lot of time with it, but I'm having this like massive reaction to having to deal with my last love relationship. Something has come up and I've, you know, I've been having to face it. I had to look for different papers and then they asked me for a different paper and I went and I found it and I had, I had put some things like I barely have anything from this relationship, hardly anything. Um, but I had put some things into my, um, my, a, a plastic envelope. I really had, I'd put just a few things in a plastic envelope and I'd put them in a, in a drawer by my kitchen <laughs> so that it wasn't even in this physical proximity of me. I just think it's funny, the things I do. But anyway, and I'm looking through this and I had kept some pictures. I had kept some pictures and I was looking through these pictures and I just, I was, I was just, I was just looking at myself and I was so happy. I was, I had this, this incredible sense of happiness. I really was. I, um, and I, and I came to, to a realization, not, you know, like this massive realization, but I came to a realization that I really, what I did, what I did was I really, um, and I, and I feel like my, my brain had to do this in order for me to I mean, it really was, it really was, I know this sounds so dramatic, but it's just true. I, I cut off my arm to save myself. I did. I, and in cutting off my arm, like I, I made it in my brain. I demonized him. I like just completely demonized this person <clears throat> for my own protection. And even with all of that, I, I suffered so badly w with that breakup. I mean, it was horrible. And for a moment, I was talking to my therapist about this because I really, 
I really feel like if I were further along in this process, then why am I reacting the way I'm reacting? Like, why am I having these, you know, I'm not reacting well, I'm not doing well when presented with having to even think about this person? And it is so triggering to me. And, I, and I'm actually aware of the fact that it wasn't even just him. It was him, but it was like past traumas. But, but some of the interactions that I had with him really opened, like really was a jab at a certain wound that I already had that even if it was as healed as it could be, it like touched the core. Which I think, I think has to do with my lovability, either I'm this sense that I, that I got somewhere along the the way, probably in my psyche before I was even aware of being aware that I wasn't wanted or I wasn't loved or I wasn't lovable. I mean, that was something that appeared to be pounded in my brain as a young person. And so, it, you know, because it was so, and it was so at the core of me, it has been, it has been a wound throughout my, my life that I have been learning to just love myself. I mean, like, really, like, really to love myself with my flaws, with my, 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 my not flaws. I mean, I'm not all flawed. I have greatness. I have greatness. I have beauty. I have intelligence. I have a massive amount of wonderful qualities as well. And I also have flaws. I'm flawed. And I, and I love it. I love myself. I love that sometimes I'm, I love myself even when I'm grumpy. Even when I don't do what I'm told. Even when I'm, you know, when I don't feel like it, I still love myself. And that's been through a practice. And so it's just coming to me right at the moment that that's what the angst really is about. Is that when I when I come into or have to come into contact with anything that has to do with that relationship, because that relationship was a a continuously a departure from me, like it was constantly this 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 person would point out continuously where I, he believed that I was flawed. And so, and so the relationship itself was like very split between who I was and who he thought I was and that dichotomy and that split just broke me. Because I knew 
that his version of me was not true. And and we can also say vice versa. Because my version of him is not true either. It's not, I mean, especially now, because my brain has done this thing to protect me and has like completely, you know, demonized him. That's the only way I know how to word it. This is something that that I noticed that I did. And it's so weird because I don't really do it anymore. I, um, I can really appreciate someone and still not engage with them in my life. <clears throat> had a, had, <laughs> I found it astounding. At least I can say this person is tenacious, but I told you all a few podcasts ago about this person in my life that I've known since I was 13 years old and give you like the quickest, quickest version. You, you know, we had this like emotional affair for like, I don't even know how many years, eight, nine years, I don't know. And then his his wife filed for divorce and then he he just ghosted me for like 18 months and he is back and he is back again. Even though I categorically told him, I since he's come back from the ghosting, I have just, I'm not having it. I'm just not, I'm just not having it. And like, and it's not that I, I don't care about him and it doesn't, it's not that he's not a wonderful person. It's not, it's not, I'm not demonizing him. It's just, I don't want that in my life. I don't want it in my life to have somebody that has a misunderstanding with me and so they disappear for 18 months instead of talking to me about it because you know now he's saying well you did this blah 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 thing you know 18 months ago or now it's like 20 oh it's it's going on I don't know it's 20 months now so apparently I said something I did something 20 months ago and that's why he ghosted me. So he didn't talk to me about it. He didn't seek clarification on it. He just ghosted me. And then now he's out of the ghosting and I don't know. And he got with me again last night, texted me something. <sighs> just sort of aggravates me. I just like, I, and I just, I just don't even know what to do. I guess I might I might do have to do something that I don't do and I might have to block him. Not that I I don't but like I just find it really irritating that he's getting with me. Now. <laughs> I don't know. I can't figure people out. I don't even want to try. I just I'm only just figuring me out. Just figuring me out, but Anyway, the point of this podcast is in the, on this road on this road of of attempting to have my dream life. I've got some some knots in it that I that I need to, to need out. <laughs> 
need out the knots in my life and um and I'm not sure you know I just this is just a snapshot of a moment and in 10 minutes I might feel differently you know but I just woke up you know with that I'm that I'm just not sure I'm the truth is I don't really want to write that book if if it's not you know, I guess I had my, 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 my thought in my mind would be that, you know, a certain way, but I don't want to write it if, you know, so I, I think I might just go in a different direction even with that. And to be honest, I, I have had a bit of a blockage and I, and I was actually working that out. I was like, I'm going to start, um, I, when I wrote my first book, I used to go to a happy hour. This is so funny. I would go to a happy hour and get like expensive, like I would get as inexpensive food as I could at this place I used to go. And I would just sit and I would write like at least two days a week, at least two. But I was thinking I may be able to dedicate myself to three days a week and doing that. And then weekends, because I was always working on weekends with that job, all weekends. Um, and I finished it. And um, and and so I I may I may I'm gonna do that in the new year. I'm going to start doing that. So come Monday, I'm gonna go every single, every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm going to dedicate to doing that for some reason that was a very 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 effective strategy for me it helps me to get out of my house to get out of my house get somewhere else to actually write because when I'm here I'm pretty distracted although I work from home all the time and I do get stuff done um but anyway it's hard. It's just like, I just don't, I honestly just don't even understand life. I don't understand these principles. I don't understand this concept, like truly that we could be, do, or have whatever it is that we desire. And if that's the case, then I mean, like truly, I'm, I'm asking the question truly, why is this person not in my physicality? If that is the truth, if I can have him, why is he not in my physicality? Why? And I don't know, I don't know what the reason is, but I, I, I just, I feel like I'm, I'm, I just need to regroup and, and, and at least in the, in the slightest sense, be open to other people. You know, like, like I had said, I can't imagine somebody else, but I also can't imagine that there's not. So We'll just have to see. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is another aspect about me is that I am I am so in some ways impulsive. 
because I, I go by inspiration. You know, so there's some things that keep me going. Like, I'll give you an example. This was so weird. I was in the dental chair. <laughs> I'd had some, some dental work done and I was on my phone and I'm doing this thing through, you know, and I see something and it, and I just was like, okay, you have to stop with this guy. You have to stop with him. You are going to stop with him. You are going to go in a different direction. You have to. You have no choice. I get out of the dental chair. I go hop in my car. I'm on my way home. And there's this, this license plate on the front of a car that said, With God, all things are possible. And I start to cry. I mean, I'm already crying. I'm just already like just in tears. I, I'm just just with that. I mean, that was that alone was just. Then I'm driving along and I. And there's this bus and there's this whole line of cars that are that are stopped, you know, for a school bus. And then there's this this car that I let in, in front of me. And the license plate has a 555, which is his number. What do you do? I want to know, what do you do when these things happen? When you get it in your mind that that you... You've got to go in a different direction. And then these two things happen within five minutes of that thought. What do you do? What do you do when the signs are there? You know, that was one of the things that my therapist was saying. She was talking, we were talking about this guy, this other guy that had come into my life. That my last love relationship that was in my physicality. Um, we were talking about, she was telling me that, that she was just saying these things, but, but I, and I had to like tell her, I said, do you know how we met? And she was like, no. And so I told her this story. This is totally nuts. So I had, over the years, off and on, perused um, dating websites. But I would get off. I would never pay for more than a month. And so between, sometimes men would send me a message to my email. I don't know how, I guess through, like, match.com. Um, they would just somehow send me these messages. And this guy messaged me. Most of them I, I was not interested in. But this guy, I read his profile. I'm per, I mean, I kind of skimmed through his profile. Well, well, he seems interesting. And so I somehow, and then I give him my number, and then he starts texting me. And so we're texting back and forth, and and he's really, really, really into astrology. And I I had... I had said something about his sign and it's actually true. <laughs> like his sign was a very challenging sign for me. 
Um, and, and then, and so we had these, these message, these exchanges. And I was just like, he was like, well, it doesn't seem like we would be a good match. And so I go, I go back to his profile and I, so I have this moment of vulnerability and I say, yeah, but you know, cause I read his profile more carefully and I'm like, you know, it really seems like maybe we should meet like you, we seem to have a lot in common. And he said, he said, and I perceived it to be very flippant. He said, oh, well, yeah, sometimes you have to meet or whatever. And then he, during this time, I get, he got my name because I don't put my name on my profile anywhere. And so I, and I disappear. I'm like, well, that's, that's no way. He seemed flippant. He seemed ambivalent. And I just was like, I don't have time for that. So I completely forget about him. So I go out on a Friday night with my one of my friends. And actually, this is part of the story that I've actually left out. <laughs> but um, I so I'm I'm out with my friend and I get to talking to this guy that I had known from town for years. I had just seen him around town and he and I got to talking and he said some things that I thought were super interesting. Um, and so the next night, so Saturday night comes along and I, I, I was hoping to see him. So we had gone down downtown and I was hoping to see him again. And, um, we're sitting at a, at a table and, he's not there, I guess. And I say, you know, I really don't want to stay here. Can we leave? And, and so we're walking down and we're standing in front of this one bar and I'm trying to hear, cause I usually go to places by the music. So I'm standing in front of this bar, like trying to hear what music is playing and damned if that guy from match isn't standing right by me. He like walks up to me and I'm, and I'm, I'm standing there and I'm like, oh crap. I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this, I'm not saying it. I'm just like, and I'm trying to ignore him because I didn't, I literally did not want to talk to him. And he says, he says, aren't you? And he says my name. He, he like, he like, he just kind of, he didn't confront me, but he was just, I mean, what are the chances that I would be standing in front of that bar and he would be standing there at the exact same time? What are the chances? And if there is a universe, there is God on the other side and where we cannot see orchestrating things in our favor what could be more of a sign to me than that, that he was my guy? So here, here's my angst, my, my, like, I don't know exactly how to read the signs. I don't. Because I have these things happen, like telling myself I have to stop this and then with God, all things are possible. I mean, like, what the actual hell? <laughs> I'm just saying. 
(laughs) And so when you live completely by inspiration and like, you know, because, you know, I, it's like, I don't know what to do. I just woke up this morning and I just was going through this, this list again, you know, like, is he aware of me and he, why is he choosing to stay in the shadows and like, and how long I just, sometimes I feel, I, I feel like people don't have to tell me how stupid and foolish I look because I already know. I already know how stupid and foolish that I look. And then sometimes I just kind of feel, feel that. I feel the stupid and foolishness of it all. <laughs> and so just this morning I was having a a moment. So this is 2022 tomorrow. And, um, and I, I actually, I really, I don't have a plan. I am, I have no idea what this, this year is going to bring. I just do know that I that I will be moving in the direction of my happiness, whatever that means. I really want to make this life count. And I've already done that. If I were to pass out of my body in this moment, I left it all on the field. I left it all. I left it on the field. I played the game. I lived this life in the best way that I possibly could. And in the last three years, there's not another thing that I could do. There's really not. I mean, it would be nice, but... So I have no idea what this this year is going to bring, but I will be moving in the direction of, of my happiness in every moment doing what what makes me happy that's going to be my goal (laughs) anyway I appreciate y'all listening and I will be back with other ideas and that's a wrap